I'm here. You're here. We're here. Jones.com podcast. We back. How y'all doing, man? Uh, right now, I'm watching this Lakers-Warriors game. I'm recording this on January 19th. A few, a few, probably like a week, almost a week after the James Harden trade. And uh, they just played, man. They they just played against the Bucks and James Harden and Kevin Durant is going to be a scary sight. But before we get into this and uh, talk about all this NBA talk, because that's mainly what this episode is going to be about, just me and the NBA, because uh, that's what's I ain't talked about it in a minute, and that's my forte, if I must say, you did. So yeah, rate this podcast five stars. If you uh, like this podcast, tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend. Share it any and everywhere possible. We trying to grow this year. We trying to grow as Kyle Kuzma just gets a bucket. Yo, shout out Kyle Kuzma, man, because he's grown drastically, and I'm proud of him. He just needs to get this hair under style. And uh, he needs to come back to social media. He's been... I don't know if he's been quiet, but he ain't been in the headlines as he usually be because he he knows how to take control of the narrative of style, shall I say. He's a clown, man. And uh, I miss Kuzma and Linus old days because it was, wasn't the best basketball, but they were just entertaining off the court, you know? But, yeah, back to James Harden and Kevin Durant. Yo, I've been watching Harden. We've been watching Harden in Houston for about, what, eight years, seven, eight years. And he's been getting double teamed pretty much his entire time there. Like, they started double teaming him like two, three seasons ago at the top of the key because no one could guard this man. Like, literally nobody could guard James Harden. So... As I'm watching him with Kevin Durant, you can't double team because that leaves somebody open. And if the rotations end up leaving Kevin Durant open, now you have Kevin Durant wide open. And you can't double team Kevin Durant because James Harden is on the floor at the same time. So it's, this is this is about to be ridiculously scary because James Harden has uh, put up 30. He's put up a double-double in both of his games. With the Nets. And Kyrie isn't isn't even back yet. So you're going to have Kyrie running plays for James or KD. Look, it's going to be nasty if they they figure it all out. If Kyrie ever comes back. This is, this is going to be a huge, crazy dynamic. Um, and they are my favorites. Uh, are the new favorites to win the championship. If it's not anybody else yeah if it's not the lakers because for some reason everybody just completely forgot about the clippers like no one has any faith in the clippers at all whatsoever it's it's sad but the clippers are balling right now uh paul george is having a 50 40 90 season which is pretty amazing Kawhi is shooting uh shooting really well they're both averaging around the same amount of points about 25 a game and they're both playing really, really well, and the Clippers are playing well. But no one has faith in them. Uh, another team that people are sleeping on is Denver. 
Uh, Jokic has been playing really, really nice. And his numbers are looking well. Chris Middleton's also having another great season. 22 points. His points is up per game. He's shooting over 50% as well. So, yeah, this is this is a it's, – it's not looking too great for the Lakers. But, you know, you never want to doubt LeBron um, James, who – who looks like they're coasting when they're playing. Like, the Lakers don't like they play hard at all. Uh, the game that I'm watching now, they're playing the Warriors. It's like they're getting favorited for way too many foul calls that shouldn't exist. And I don't even have the sound on. So, yeah, that's not a good thing um, when it comes to the way the refs want to officiate the games. Kelly Oubre, who's been playing a lot better since the opening of the season, uh, got a tech earlier this game for blowing a kiss and I just I've, I've been new this but the techs are getting ridiculous when it comes to what's allowed for some players and what's not like uh, LeBron if any foul call happens he can get upset walk to the ref talk to him and yell or whatever blah 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 blah, blah. but they gave Boogie a tech for walking away getting upset and they just give boogie texts for n- no reason whatsoever. No, like Demarcus Cousin doesn't deserve. Ha- I honestly feel like you should be able to appeal a technical foul, and he he would honestly leave the lead the league in appeals because he gets so many texts. It's ridiculous. He don't even be doing anything half the time. He walks away from most situations, and it's just the league has painted him as this type of guy, and it's it's not accurate. Also, uh, Draymond gets that same type of technical foul treatment as well. He was uh, he he got to take this game too. So it's 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 just crazy um, how they're inconsistent with how they're going to call technical fouls as well as flagrant fouls and all that type of stuff. All that type of stuff. Uh, who I want to talk about today is uh, that Harden trade. Like I've already been talking about it, but the way that Houston broke down on that trade so so bad and Cleveland won on that trade and it's not even close Cleveland and Brooklyn won on that trade I don't know what Houston got out of that they got Oladipo and some draft picks that not that are not going to be worth anything when I say anything I mean anything and they had better offers or they were asking for they were asking for a lot more from Miami and uh Philadelphia but what they ended up getting in return was nowhere near what they were asking for for those other two teams and so the Nets had to get rid of Jared Allen, Karis LeVert and Torian Prince which we all expected a lot of those players to leave but we also expected these players to go towards Houston and Torian Prince and Jared Allen ended up going towards Cleveland. Cleveland was able to get rid of Dante Exum and I think I don't even know who else, honestly. And Houston just received what Karis Levert and some draft picks who they ended up flipping for Ola Depot. I'm like, yo, y'all could have did a lot better than this. This is a horrible trade on y'all's end. Oladipo played well tonight in his debut. He dropped 32 points, but no. Oladipo for Harden, basically, not worth it. They didn't do anything. 
And shout out to Cleveland for being able to get rid of Dante Exum. I don't even know how he's still in the league. Speaking of Cleveland, they just got really, really disrespectful to Kevin Porter Jr. And they plan on shipping him out, trading him. That's the rumor. But what happened was, apparently, they gave his locker away to Torian Prince. Now, Torian Prince just got there off the trade. And how does he, how how do you give someone's locker away? <laughs> how do you, how do you just give somebody's locker away? You have other lockers that are now available due to people leaving the team. And you go and take Kevin Porter's locker. And, and now they want to trade him because he... He had some locker room uh, disruptions, and he was throwing food at people, being disrespectful. And I'm like, yo, if y'all want to get disrespectful, let's get disrespectful. I completely agree with Kevin Porter because he deserved that. Like he deserved, well, the Cleveland Caval- um the Cavaliers organization deserved that. That's blatantly disrespectful. It's really disrespectful. Outside of that, man, shout out to the Cavaliers. Um, coming up with the name Sexland, they have. Jared Allen, Jared Allen, Andre Drummond, JaVel McGee, and Kevin Love. They have four good big men. They have Sexland. Um, if you don't know what that is, that's Colin Sexton and uh, Darius Garland as their dynamic duo in the backcourt. And Seti Osman has been balling. So I think Cleveland, if they be patient and stay together, they'll have a, a, a solid future. They just got to develop. Speaking of development, um, the Hawks have a I, I said once we get once Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter just naturally progress they'll be a lot better and you you see it when you watch the Hawks play now they still need a fourth quarter closer and I always say fourth quarter is where vets come in I said it last episode I'm gonna say it again fourth quarter where the vets come in and that's where we're really missing something in Atlanta here. Uh, Trey has been struggling as of late. We did get the win today for MLK today, but we beat the Timberwolves who was missing Cat. So I don't think that's much of a victory, but any every victory counts. So if uh, the Hawks can stay consistent and then learn how to finish and close in the fourth quarter, I believe we can uh, uh, make it to the playoffs and get bounced out of the first round, potentially. You know, I don't think we can beat Boston... Milwaukee, uh, Toronto. Toronto's been playing horrible. And it's maybe because they're playing in, uh, I think they're playing in Tampa. Yeah, I think they're playing in Tampa. I don't know if Miami's doing good. Let me pull the B standings real quick. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know if Miami is doing necessarily good. I know they won today thanks to the block by Bam. Bam Adebayo is a great player. No, Miami is 4-7. and seven, So, Jimmy B has been out for... I think I don't even know if he's played yet this season. But as of now, Atlanta holds the 8th seed, Cleveland holds the 7th, the Knicks hold the 6th seed. Uh what's his name? Uh Julius Randle has been playing really really good, like really really good. So yeah. The Knicks may make the playoffs this year, but they do plan on having play-in seeds between I think the 7th and 10th spots or something like that. I don't know. Uh, the NBA is very confusing. Going out west, Portland lost today to my Spurs. Shout out to my Spurs, man. 
I had no faith in them, but I really, really love Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson out of Kentucky is the future of the Spurs. They've been trying to highlight uh, Derek White or DeJounte Murray. No, 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 no. It's that boy Keldon. Keldon is doing what y'all y'all saw Tyler Hero do last year, but better, in my opinion, because he's wearing a Spurs jersey. So, yeah, Keldon Johnson. Remember that name. I said it here first. KJ. You dig? Um, DeRozan has also been playing a lot better. We do need to get rid of DeRozan and see if we can get something for him to us a trade deadline. DeRozan and uh, LaMarcus Aldridge because... L.A. has not been the same since he's honestly been on our team. He's been some mid, and I don't like him down there. So, yeah, let's get let's get LaMarcus Aldridge off the Spurs. We really do. We really do need to get him out of there. Oh, the Clippers are 10-4, and four, so they're one game behind the Lakers. Utah has been playing really well, 9-4. The, the Suns started off really well, but then they just started to flop because reality's kicking in. And people are going to give the credit to Chris Paul, but it's really because Mikael Bridges has been playing ridiculously well, as well as Devin Booker. And don't forget, the Suns finished the bubble 8-0. and So, yeah, they are a pretty decent. They were a pretty good team last year. They just were missing DeAndre Ayton. So, yeah, hopefully they uh, stay consistent as LeBron misses this three. But AD gets the rebound. 106-101. And, whoa, they caught that foul? No shot. Okay, okay. Okay. If y'all are watching this game with me at the 435 mark, then you, you guys kind of know what's going on. Uh, Schroeder just attempted something. But they caught the foul on the floor. And I, I, I like the foul on the floor type of thing. Not the, yeah, I'm not even going to. But, okay. Back to uh, basketball. Let's talk about Washington. Bradley Bill and Westbrook can only do so much. And I say that to say they score so many points out there in Washington and they still lose by double digits. And it's because they can't, they can't defend a soul. As Bradley Bill said, they can't. They couldn't defend a parked car. As I'm looking at their 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 games, they've only given up less than 110 points twice. And those were their victory. Those are their two wins. Outside of that, every game <laughs> they have given up more than 110 points. That is highly unacceptable if you plan on winning any games. Because you can't, I mean, yeah, you can score, but you got to stop people from scoring, you know? And if you're not stopping anybody, it's just, it's ridiculous. They got to they gotta play some defense out there in Washington. That was their problem last year. I real deal went to a Hawks game where I saw them put up 120 points and lose by 20. So, yeah, they. it's just anything goes when you're playing against the Wizards. I don't know if they're bad at rebounding. I don't know if they just can't stay in front of anybody. I don't know if it's just not communicating on defense. I don't know. But you shouldn't have the same exact problem from last year to this year. 
Maybe you should have picked up some defenders, let go of some people who can't play defense, got a little bigger on the inside. I don't know what they're doing necessarily on management end, but it's not trying to win. I don't even understand the purpose of the Westbrook trade, honestly, because it doesn't help. It's not helping the Rockets, even though Westbrook wanted out of there. It's not helping the Rockets, and it's not helping the Wizards. So it was just a bad trade all in all. All in all, it was just, that was a weird trade. Let's talk about Minnesota for a second. Number one pick, Anthony Edwards. He has been playing pretty decent, but he does not start. And the reason he doesn't start, because they signed Malik Beasley out there, who's averaging 20 points per game. And uh, he's been playing really well. But the problem is, they're not winning. And they've only had, they only had Cat for four games of this, uh, this season. Right now, he, he's in uh, COVID cor- uh, protocol. So I guess he's uh, quarantining. But as LeBron gets mad on his play, I think they call it travel on him. But he's mad at KCP, which is the story of LeBron's career. Mad at everybody else for his issues. Besides the point, yeah, they only had uh, Cap for four games this season. The rest of them he's been out. But at the same time, Y'all got to figure out how to win. You got D'Lo averaging 20. You got Malik Beasley averaging 20. You got the number one pick in the draft. You got Cat. It's a lot of players on that team who are pretty good. And I've, I've heard about people saying, oh, maybe Cat needs to leave Minnesota. They need to trade him. And it's like, no, this is not a Kevin Garnett situation. They brought help to Minnesota multiple times. They've, they've given Cat anything he wanted. He had Wiggins. He had Jimmy B. He had, uh, I think they, I think they had someone else as well. They've had multiple, multiple players out there to try to help the, the Timberwolves win, and they just don't want to win. Like it's just, it's just not in them. So yeah, I don't, I don't even blame the organization for that one. Like you would do most teams. Wow, Curry with the charge. On Anthony Davis. Yo, Stephen Curry is one of the most underrated players in the league right now. He's averaging the third most points. Wow, that, that fight wasn't on Anthony Davis. It was on Kyle Kuzma. Uh, yeah, he's, Stephen Curry is averaging the third most points with 28 points per game, about six assists, and five boards. 25 and five is amazing. It's, it's really amazing. It's honestly starting to get overlooked nowadays because you got players like Luka and Westbrook and Giannis and Jokic all average uh, and LeBron his whole career averaging that but they're they're bigger guys and it's a lot harder for the smaller guys to do that and the way Curry has kept this team intact and has been leading them they don't have a positive record I think they're six and seven but the fact that they've been winning games is miraculous now they, they did try to replace clay scoring in defense with wiggins and kelly Oubre, but kelly came off with a rough start and now that he's getting it back his groove back is 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 cool wiseman is a rookie and i see him lost out there a lot of times so like right now he's not playing because it's the fourth quarter and all fourth quarters where vets take over and they don't have Wiseman and they got Kevon Looney in instead. Even though Wiseman's the better player, it's just when it comes to the IQ, when it comes to times like this, 
is is really really important to know who's in the game and make sure everybody in the game knows exactly what's going on so you can learn how to close out games wow that ball is easily off of uh <laughs> kelly Oubre's defense is highly underrated right now he's my defensive player of the year because i watch not that much basketball but him and drew holiday have been the most pestiest players they've been doing what patrick beverly thinks he does which is crazy because Pat Bear is like not uh, the guy that he thinks he is at all, which is crazy, really crazy. But let's pivot this conversation into digital basketball, also known as NBA 2K. As I got a swig of this water. NBA 2K, next gen. Uh, that's the version I've been playing. Oh, since what November 10th? I think I went back to last gen maybe once. I guess I don't know. It's not I'm not worried about that. So, a lot of people have left the 2K community, and Bezos. If you don't know who Bezos is, this is a big uh, guy in the 2K community. I'm assuming. Um, it was. Bezos. Let me make sure because I bookmarked this tweet, but it was really, really interesting. It was badge plug. Wow, and I see badge plug a lot on 2K, which is crazy, and I rarely play. He said, and I quote, Imagine if 2K21 next gen had a variety of great builds per position no error codes, new rep rewards, and no penalty for playing at other affiliations. The community would be thriving. And this will be one of the best 2Ks ever. Imagine. Now, I get he's trying to ideally make, uh, come up with these concepts that everybody thinks, oh, 2K would be better if we had better re reward system. And I'm like, what, what do you guys want as rewards? And people keep saying, well, we've been having the same rewards forever. So... That's why it's so dry and it's no purpose of like, no, that that's not why you play the game. I think that's one of the biggest problems with the 2K community. People are not playing to have fun anymore. People don't play to make these different builds. He said a variety of, of great builds per position. The reason we don't have a variety of great builds because everybody keeps wanting to make the same exact builds that they keep saying on YouTube rather than making something that that looks fun, you know, People don't want to make these different types of players. Like this year, I made, I told people I was making Market Smart, and my friends got mad at me. They didn't get mad at me. They just started to laugh. It was like, who would want to make a Market Smart build? And I'm like, it's, yo, I just want to play defense and and shoot threes every now and then to facilitate, you know? I just want to be that pest on defense. And they was like, at the point guard position? That don't even make sense. And I'm like, yeah, to me it does. That's just what I wanted to do. And LeBron got called for another travel late in this fourth quarter. While the Warriors came back and took a lead, they were down big to start. This is crazy. But I think we should have a variety of bills. Like, people, everybody want to make this uh, dribble, cheese, shooter, dunker. People want to do everything. But if you specialize in one thing, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with somebody making a Draymond build. Uh, a defensive pest 
uh, that's a facilitator at the same time. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with making the Kelly Oubre build, who was just a dunker. There's nothing wrong with making uh, a LeBron build, a slashing facilitator. There's nothing wrong with these different types of builds and people who can do different types of things. There's nothing wrong with making the James Harden type build. But the thing is, no one, everybody wants to say, oh, that build is trash or blah, 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 blah. And that's what makes 2K boring, where everybody has the same exact type of player, you know? And, and everybody plays the exact same type of way. That's what makes the 2K online community not fun when it comes to the my player community and whatnot. The my player and my team community are some of the worst communities in, in, in gaming because everybody wants to do the same thing. It's a copycat type of genre. Where if you go to play now online, you see people use a bunch of different teams, a bunch of different people play a bunch of different styles. They're not all good. Like I think most people suck at the game, but it's just not a variety of play styles. And people aren't playing for fun. People aren't playing with their friends anymore. And I think that's what people are missing out when it comes to the 2K community. I th I just think, like, for example, it's been drilled into our head by the YouTube community that my team is boring right now not my team but uh my career and so me personally i have a lot of fun playing my career because that's the only time i get to play against the cpu or like nba players with my own character like that was the original purpose of my career it was to take your player and go to the league playing against nba players and having a good time and you can't necessarily do that anymore without somebody criticizing you for it you know and i thought that was like yo that i think that's the best part about it going up against steph curry's and how am i gonna stop steph curry james i played the other night and james harden gave me what 40 some points I ended up winning a game but yo i was frustrated trying to figure out how to stop james and i think we need to uh as as people in the 2k community just need to go back to what made the game fun and, and stop blaming 2k for saying oh this game is dirt because you can't do this or the online like nah people aren't doing they're not playing the way to have fun anymore they're playing i don't know what their their goal is they're they're putting too much pressure on the game necessarily because at the end of the day it's a video game video games are meant to have fun and people don't want to have fun anymore I, I i don't know people are always looking to make content or they're they're taking it to this they they're taking the fun out of it like a lot of my friends it was like two years ago they was they was like oh yo what's your win percentage if your win percentage ain't this then you dirt and i'm like huh How, what does that mean if my win percentage ain't this sometimes you would go in the wreck and just play with like a bunch of random guys and just see if you can have fun like it's like going to the actual gym that's the purpose of going to the wreck you know, it, it was just a lot of, it's just a lot, the mentality of the 2K community is what ruined the 2K community, to be honest with you. Like, right as of right now, I've just been playing a lot of Madden because I don't really necessarily have anybody to play 2K with. But after watching what the NBA games tonight, as Steph Curry hit a clutch three over Anthony Davis, after watching these games tonight, I want to play 2K. Because I want to go out there and play with these players or against these players, you know? that that was That's the purpose of video games. That's the purpose of 2K. I want to play with LeBron. I want to play with KD. I want to play with Kobe. 
or I want to play against Kobe. I want to play against this. And then 2K came up with these uh, challenges around the, the city, which is way too big. Oh, my God. They came up with these challenges, and and those are some of the funnest things ever. You you do, like, 3v3 full-court challenges with different players uh, in the NBA. Now, what I do wish they would do is uh, bring in 5v5 full-court challenges versus the computer. I think that will be... Some of the fun, like the the most fun gameplay ever, like five v five versus the computer, like uh, not necessarily my players, but NBA players. I I think that would be great for the wreck if the wreck had when when you're going against AI players, if the wreck had what you what would you call it NBA players filling in the spots. Instead of random AI generated players, because that that is whack, you know, it, it's not fun at all. I think they need to bring that back, like they had in 2K11 when they had the crew. And um, yeah, I think that's honestly the problem with 2K. They don't implement the NBA part about it enough when it comes to my park and my courts or, or the city or whatever you want to call it it's just not it's not intertwined enough we should be able to roam the city and run into lebron james and he should be able to give us challenges instead of these random people giving us challenges or it should be things you would they should just in, integrate the nba players a lot more and a lot better because that's really what would make the game a lot more fun instead of these random generated characters that we don't know and have no connection to you know or there should be do this lebron challenge get these exclusive lebron shoes or do these this Kyrie challenge to get these Kyrie handles or or, or just just stuff like that to give us challenges in the game rather than uh play the game a lot you earn rep rewards, and yeah, and then you can only get rep by playing one. Yeah, it's just nah, nah. I'm just I'm just not a fan of the the the, the park aspect of it. I don't understand who came up with the concept of three v three full court basketball. It's the stupidest thing I have ever seen. Uh, I wish there were more five v five full court basketball courts, and three v three would be half court. Hey, that's just my opinion. I don't I don't know how they came up with the, the the 3v3 thing. It's just this is really weird. I don't really play the park, but I do like the wreck and I probably might hop on the wreck after this game. Um yeah. That's just my take on 2K. Uh uh staying in the video game aspect, I haven't been playing much of 2K. I play, I've been playing a lot of Madden cuz I'm in a league on Madden. I've been playing some What's the game called? Uh, Injustice 2, which I'm not really enjoying too much because it's it's too much. It's too similar to the first one. It's way too similar to the first Injustice. And the storyline is not that entertaining, even though I like superheroes and comic books, but it's not that entertaining. It's not that entertaining at all to me is is very predictable and basic and dull and all the moves are the same and the special moves are the same it's just yeah it's it, it it's a lazy game 
a really really lazy game in my opinion it makes me question my like want to buy mortal kombat 11 because i've been really wanting to play mortal kombat 11 i might just wait till it come to game pass another game i i'm probably going to beat pretty soon is gears 5 i'm just into playing like a bunch of different games at this moment in my life i just want to get back to gaming and having fun um speaking of comic books though wandavision dropped the first two episodes and if you haven't seen them this is going to be a spoiler i don't necessarily care yeah i don't, I don't care you should have seen them so uh the first episode vision goes to work and he brings home uh these he brings home his boss and his wife miss his name was mr hart and uh the wife is played by the uh kitty from that 70s show which is like great to see her in this 70s type theme again it's it's, it's lovely how she can always have this role. As LeBron gets the ball with 1.6. LeBron for three, the game winner, and he misses it. Golden State wins this game, and here comes NBA Twitter. It will take to about how LeBron isn't clutch because they're stupid. Should I run an NBA account, guys? Should I drop an NBA account, like a, an Instagram or a Twitter page, and just post NBA highlights all day, you know? I think... That would be an interesting, uh, interesting dynamic. What did, let's look at the stats to this game. Wow, I can't believe that just happened. The Warriors actually won this game. And Kelly Oubre outscored LeBron. Oh, yeah, I'm finna, I'm finna join the party and talk my shit. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Kelly Oubre, 23 points. LeBron James, 19. Hey, look, I'm finna join. Hey, I'm about to talk some shit to these people I am about to talk some shit to these people that is hilarious and he shot better than LeBron oh my goodness oh my goodness I'm about to go troll I am really about to go troll I really am what was I talking about WandaVision right uh the first two episodes the second episode was a magic show episode there I think, I don't know if Vision's in this as well, but Wanda is in this, uh, shall I say, she's also in the, she's like, she's like, it's like she's in the Matrix, and she's stuck in it, and everything is in black and white, but only a few things she sees in color, and, and she's seeing glitches in the Matrix, and it's um, really, really questionable if she's ever going to wake up, that makes sense, so, yeah. WandaVision is really, really strange, but it's really, really dope at the same time. As Quinn Cook gives Stephen Curry a hug, but you a traitor, fam. You a traitor. Real traitor. But yeah, WandaVision is really, really strange. I finished Mandalorian. I don't know if I ever talked about that on the pod, but the Mandalorian is pretty dope. Uh, Grownish is coming back. All-American is coming back. This is my TV show time. And I am excited because I haven't had the interest of watching any new shows anytime soon. Every time something comes out, I start it. I can't. I don't finish it. Uh, Shameless is back for this final season. I'm excited for that. It's, it's just I'm just happy shows are back, man. I really am. Um, one last topic before I go because I saw people on Twitter 
being very disrespectful yesterday. No, no, no. Stand it. No, no, two last things. Two things. Two things. All right. Kyrie Irving uh, bought the house for George. He, he bought George Floyd's family a home. Fully paid for. And he's been doing tons and tons off the court. But the the narrative that goes with him not showing up. And he went to his sister's birthday party. So the NBA fined him and quarant- like, and then made him quarantine. And every game he missed, he lost pay or whatever. But it, it seems like Kyrie hasn't been phased by any of it. He's just been doing tons and tons of positive things off the court. And that's the reason he's not playing after the storming of the Capitol. He just he never returned to the NBA. And so um, I think he's, to him, is bigger than basketball. And I always say that in a trolling way but in in reality it's bigger than basketball to him so uh that's just shout out to Kyrie Irving for uh doing his off-court endeavors because he he deserves the praise that he does and hopefully we do get to see him come back and play with Kevin Durant and James Harden to see them win another championship yo if KD win this year and next year People still not gonna look at him better than LeBron James, and that's just hilarious to me. That is real. KD could win the next three years on the three P, and people still wouldn't say, "Eh, they're gonna like LeBron's better." They're gonna say LeBron is better. Uh, LeBron, LeBron is better, and and LeBron could lose in the conference finals this year, and people was gonna say LeBron's better than KD. You know, it's just it's just funny how that narrative. Like, hey, I don't know what KD has to do to to become better than LeBron James it's just hey what LeBron has done uh with his four championships people are just gonna give him it's just LeBron love that I've never understood but um yeah LeBron's great but I just don't look at him in that that same light so uh yeah Warriors win all right uh last topic of the day for for this time Chris Breezy Chris Brown, the disrespect has to stop. You guys are you guys are taking it out of hand. You guys are getting out of line. I don't know what's up with you guys when it comes to the Chris Brown disrespect. I don't know where it came from, but you guys gotta stop. There was a there was a fly there was a tweet and it says Chris Brown is really the R and B Ben Simmons. No progression, no decline, just the same old shit-ass musician. And I think we have a huge issue with this take. I have a huge issue with this take. It's because Chris Brown's music has definitely evolved as times have changed. As an artist, he's evolved. Slime and B... Doesn't sound anything like the Chris Brown album. Uh, X doesn't sound like Fame. Uh, uh, Heartbreak on a Full Moon doesn't sound like exclusive. Like none of his albums sound the same. And Chris Brown has been the most consistent artist since 2006. 
2006 is when Chris Brown entered the music industry. If I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, let me, let me, let me Google this. Let me, let me look up Chris Brown's debut album. It was 2005. Run It dropped in 2005, which means Chris Brown has been consistently topping the charts since 2005. That is a 16-year run. People want to give Drake this quote-unquote legendary run, and his has only been like a decade. Chris Brown has been doing this since 2005. And he's been on features. Drake's debut album, Thank Me Later, dropped in 2010. So, yeah, Drake has been doing it for a decade. Chris Brown has been doing it 16 years. He's been he's been running the music industry for 16 years. He's done every single genre. Every, I don't know about country, but he's done every single, he's done R&B. He's done some jazz music. He's collabed with pretty much every artist known to man. He's carried so many artists on so many different tracks. There's so many songs that aren't Chris Brown songs, but he's on, and you would think it's just Chris Brown on a song. I could just start playing a bunch of songs and tell you to name the artist, and you couldn't do it. And all you would know is Chris Brown on a song. That's that's how powerful Chris Brown features are. He's He's done... He's carried features with R&B artists and rap artists and pop artists. He's just that diverse of an artist, and he's just been that consistent. And I honestly feel like we won't respect Chris Brown or understand his greatness until he's gone, which is sad. As the NBA TNT is uh, playing back this Bucks Milwaukee game, I mean Bucks Brooklyn game, and Chris Middleton took the worst shot ever. But yeah, I just feel like we won't ever under uh, give Chris Brown his props. Well, you guys won't give Chris Brown his props until he passes away, and I hope that he does get his flowers before the end comes because. That man is an amazing man. He works. I feel like he works harder than Kevin Hart, and he's done acting. He's done. Yo, just look. He's rapped. Just get Chris Brown his flowers and stop the disrespect, the blatant disrespect, that, because that's what it is at this point. He's been doing this. Pretty. LeBron got drafted in 03. Two years later, Chris Brown came out. So. <laughs> Yo, 16 years is a great run if LeBron's 18 years is a great run. You know what I'm saying? It's a two-year difference, but you just, yo. Shout out Chris Brown, man. Shout out consistency. I love consistency. I'm being consistent. Well, I'm trying to be. Not as much as I told y'all I was, but I'm being consistent. Uh, if you're here, if you made it this far, you're being consistent. Thanks for listening to the Jones.com podcast. Please rate five stars. Please share. Share, share on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook, share wherever you listen to, wherever you post, talk to your coworkers, your friends, and just tell them to tune in. You did what I'm saying? Uh, rate five stars once again. If you are listening on Apple, if you're on Spotify, you can post this directly to Instagram, your stories. And the link will always be in the description, in the bio. You know what I'm saying? Just tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in to the next episode. And thanks for listening to this episode of the Jones.com podcast. I am out of here.